we just thank you that you're worthy of celebration, Lord. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen the glory of the one and only, God's one and only son. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you that we can call upon your name. For you are the Prince of Peace. You are the name of all names. Above all names, Lord, you are the way maker. And so, Lord, we pray for authenticity, God, that as we worship you, as we hear your word and the message from John, Lord, as we seek to love as we have been loved, that we will open our hearts and our minds to be moved by you, to be transformed by you, Lord, not only to hear your word, God, but to allow for you to mold us as you see fit. Lord, we thank you that you are worthy of being glorified, and we give you our soul, our heart, our mind, and our strength, and our body, God. We want to give all of us to you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. I hope you guys are doing really well today, uh, enjoying this weather today. It's beautiful out there. It's been a little cool, a little frosty, but uh, Thanksgiving now is over. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving with some family or a handful of people and at least got to enjoy that. Christmas is right around the corner and um, we'll see how that goes, right? We are talking about, our series is called Living on a Prayer. And that's what we do every day. We wake up, we say, God, good morning. God, walk with me. God, be with me today. Help me to honor you. And at the end of the day, we say amen. And our, our life, our days are completely mindful that God is walking with us. His presence is around us. I'm calling on him throughout the day. My day is a prayer to God. And uh, sometimes we do things that we're not really too proud of in the midst of that day. But God is always there with us, helping us, correcting us, you know, maybe rebuking us a little bit. His word is, uh, you know, uh, urging and piquing our conscience to, to do things differently, to do things that honor God. So that's what we're doing. We're living on a prayer. And so far in this uh, series, what we have said is five things so far. We got another one to add today. We've said prayer is turning to God, giving God our attention. Prayer is hosted by the Holy Spirit that lives in a believer who's surrendered their life and given their life to Christ and said, Jesus, I need you as Lord and Savior. We've been immersed and baptized into Jesus. Our sins are washed away and he fills us with the Holy Spirit. That Holy Spirit now is communicating with God in us, helping our physical body to hear what God is saying as we study the word, as we rely on the Holy Spirit working in us. Third, we said prayer is a team effort. Yes, pray, to, pray on your own. We got to. But we can pray with other people, and it's powerful when we do. Prayer is our about face. We, we, we stop doing what we want to do, and we say, God, I'm going to start doing what you want to do. We said last week, in light of Thanksgiving, that prayer is thankful. Thankful prayer. When we say, God, thank you for what you're doing in my life. And, and our prayer wall is, is growing here. People are adding prayer needs and prayer thoughts. And what I'd like you to do today is, is think about something that you're thankful for in God that is not a physical thing. Just thank God, write it down, put it on your wall, put it in your Bible, wherever you pray or whatever you do to remind yourself to pray about certain things. And, and come up with one thing or maybe more that you're thankful to God for that is spiritual in nature, 
And, and yes, we're all thankful for Jesus and you could put Jesus, but try to be, go beyond that a little bit. What has God done in your life? Really, like something a little more profound that you are completely thankful for in Jesus. Like, yes, Jesus, but what about what Jesus is doing in you? Come up with something you're thankful for. Well, today, today, somebody once said, Mother Teresa was, said this, prayer is putting oneself in the hands of God for him to do whatever he wants, right? Prayer is putting oneself in the hands of God. And so our, our thought today is this about prayer. Prayer is surrender, 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 surrender. That's what it is. And the word surrender, think about that word with me for a minute. It's an action, right? It's an action. You just don't, it's not, it's something you do in your mind and, and within you, but it's something that has to bear fruit on the outside or you really haven't surrendered. It's not enough to say, I surrender and still keep doing what you want to do or do what you've been doing. Surrender means I give it up, right? It means I am yielding myself or giving up the possession of something, especially into the power of another. So I am giving up my existence to another. I'm surrendering who I am. It means to give up willingly. It means to yield. Surrender means to yield or to lay it down or lay yourself down. It means to no longer resist. It's not a stick up in surrender, even though we see that on TV, surrender, but you can put your hands up and surrender to God. In fact, in worship, you see people do that. Their hands are up. Maybe it's because they're just saying, God, you're awesome and I love you and I'm just praising you and I want, I want my hands and my body to follow suit. And other times people are saying, God, I surrender. I'm surrendering to you. So, so whatever, you know, you see people put their hands up, that's, that's why. It's, it's an outward expression of something that's going on in their heart. And that's totally cool for you to do. I want to share with you some things about surrender from the Word of God, okay? Six really quick things about surrender. Here we go. We're going to move right through these. Mark chapter 12, verse 17. Jesus said to them, render to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God, or render to God then, the things that are God's. And the people were amazed. Well, they're amazed at everything that Jesus said. He's so profound. His teachings were from heaven, unlike any other rabbi or teacher they had ever heard. And so when Jesus spoke and he said things, there was a power and an authority involved in what Jesus said. And so he says here, number one, this word, render, to render, to render to another. So surrender means to render. It's a willingly turn it over to someone else. It means to give it up. It means to pay it back. Render the idea of render to Caesar with Caesar. So you're paying Caesar what is due Caesar. You're paying God what is due God. You're rendering it up. You're giving it up. And we do this in life in a lot of different ways. When you like go online and you, you, you're going to buy something and you fill out uh, you know, that form where you put your credit card and you put your information and you're giving up your personal info to someone else to pay for something. But 
but for them to do with it what they want. Or like you put money in the offering plate, you are rendering that. You are giving it up for another to do what they want with that. You are surrendering, rendering your information to others. We do that all the time. Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit your ways to the Lord and your plans will prosper. And so to surrender means, first of all, to render, render, give it up. Secondly, Romans chapter 6, verse 11 to 13, <clears throat> he's, uh, Paul writes and he says this, And do not go on presenting the members of your body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourself to God as those alive from the dead, and your members, your body, as instruments of righteousness to God. And so surrender is about offering ourselves not to the world and not to the sin, but to God. <clears throat> and so the idea is allegiance, our allegiance. Uh, surrender is about your allegiance, right? Who are you going to serve? Every one of us wake up every morning and we have to decide every day whether we consciously decide or we just go about our lives we are making decisions and choices throughout the day that describe or show, define who our allegiance is to, right? What are you bowing down to? Again, we would never worship our car, you know, we wouldn't go out and stand in the front yard and worship our house or worship our money or our banks or all that. We wouldn't just do that, but by our time, and by our resources and what we give our lives to, what we spend our money on, we are, we are bowing down to something. We are showing our allegiance to something. And we do this, see, we, we, we give our allegiance when we either submit to the truth of God or we submit to the sinfulness of the world. That's what Paul is talking about. We either obey the lust of the flesh or we are obeying the ways of Scripture. And this is a daily thing. This isn't once a week. It's not part-time. It's not once in a while. In our allegiance as a believer, as a Christian and a follower of Jesus, we claim to be disciples of Christ. We are true followers of Him. Then we render our bodies as dead to sin and alive to Jesus. That's what he says here. 100% to God. It's all or nothing with God. God doesn't want a portion of you. God wants all of you. And allegiance means we give all of ourselves to something. The question is, what are we giving that to? Surrender is about allegiance. Number three, James says in chapter four, verse seven, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and God will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning, your joy to gloom. Verse 10, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. And so, check it out. Surrender is humble. Humble yourselves before the Lord. Submit yourselves then to God. It's humble submission. That's what surrender is. It's intentional and it's on purpose. You have made a decision 
of your will to surrender and to submit and to humbly lower yourselves below God and say, God, you are God, I am not, and I am going to honor and do what you say. And this involves like moving toward one thing or person and moving away from another. Look what James says here. He says, submit to God, resist the devil. These are, this is action at both ends. We have to consciously and aggressively and intentionally be moving toward God and saying no to the sinfulness of this world. It's an action. It's intentionally moving toward one and away from the other. See what he says? Resist the devil. He'll flee from you. Submit to God or draw near to God. And so we have to decide in our own hearts when it comes to surrender that we are willingly submitting, humbly submitting ourselves to the Lord. Surrender is humble submission. Okay? Um, Galatians, the next one, Galatians chapter 5, number 4 here. Galatians chapter 5, Paul writes again and he says, Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. And so submission, submission or surrender, sorry, is staying in step with the Spirit. If we live by this Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Walk every day, every decision, every heartbeat, every breath. We are moving we are moving with him. Where you go in my life as you lead me, I will follow. And whenever we make decisions that aren't honoring God, whenever we involve ourselves in the things of this world that we know are not honoring God, we step out of the path of walking in step with the Spirit, and we are now walking according to the flesh. This is the battle of our lives every day making decisions as we go to stay with God, to walk with God, to walk in step with him, or to allow the enemy to entice us and pull us off of that trail that God is blazing in our life. And we have to decide that we're going we're gonna to make a conscious decision of our will, that we're going to walk in step with the Spirit, and anything that doesn't fit in the Word of God or fall in line with the way of God or his will for my life, I'm going to avoid, I'm going to resist. Resist the devil. We just talked about it. So walking in step with a God with God means that, that, that we are going to follow his truth and his word. And we're going to stay in step with his spirit. And we're going to live each day like in his presence and his presence in us. And we do this when we, when we spend time in God's word. We, we let the word of Christ kind of dwell in our hearts and our minds and let it form us and transform us and, and help us to think right the way God would think, and then we spend time in prayer with God. So we spend time in his word, we spend time talking to God, and then we remain in him as we live out each day, every moment of our day as it unfolds, allowing God to direct our steps and lead, lead, not just our steps, but lead our decisions. We let God have control of our thinking, the brain of, of us, right? The thing that kind of causes everything to happen. Like that brain, that computer in our head, we let God 
direct our thoughts. Okay, we choose his will over our own will when we humbly submit to God. Romans chapter 12, number five, Paul writes and he says, therefore I urge you brothers by the mercies of God or in view of God's mercy to present your bodies as living and holy sacrifices acceptable to God, which is your spiritual act of worship or spiritual service as a living sacrifice, holy, pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And so number five, when we're talking about surrendering in prayer to God, what we're talking about is presenting ourselves to present yourself, your body, your flesh, all of you to God, a living sacrifice. And what we do is we give up, we're giving up our wishes and our wants and our desires for his wishes, wants, and desires. And why do we do this? Because his ways are so much higher than our ways. His, his truths and his plan is way better than your plan or my plan. He will do in your life incredible and miraculous things if you'll let him. If you just live life on your own, you're just going to live life and exist. But if you live your life presenting yourself to God and say, God, here I am, use me however you want then God is going to do things with your life that you never dreamed you would do, and they'll be better than the things that you could ever come up with or, or come up with for yourself. So our worship of God is not really about singing songs. He says pleasing and proper and true worship. It's not really just about singing songs, although we worship God in that way. We praise God in that way. It's not just about singing songs. It's about living a life that is acceptable to God. We are presenting ourselves to God and we want to make ourselves presentable to God. He is the God of all creations. We would do that in any setting. We would, we would get dressed up and cleaned up and we put our best foot forward if we were meeting somebody important. We are talking about the God of the universe. And so we present ourselves to God living lives that are pleasing to the Lord and, and we surrender. A surrendered life says, here I am, Lord, all of me. I present all of me to you, not part of me. And we present self to God for him to use however he wants to use us. Which is why the Holy Spirit is so important in our life. Because we're asking God physically, we have, we have come to a point where we're saying, God, I'm presenting my body, my mind, my heart, everything physical about me and my spirit and my soul to you. Now help me to hear and to understand what it is you want to do as I live. And the Holy Spirit and the Word of God working together in our life is what's going to help us understand what that is. We need both being fed into our life. And we need that more than we need the stuff of the world. If you keep filling yourself with the, the teachings of this world and the philosophies of this world and the things of the systems of the world, you will crowd out the truth of God in your life and the spirit of God that wants to speak to you. We've got to pour more into the word and the spirit of God speaking into us. And so we present to our, ourselves to him and say, God, do whatever you want in me. And finally, finally, in Luke chapter 23, the end of Jesus's ministry, he's hanging on the cross 
And Jesus says these words, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Now, this is a picture of surrender. Probably one of the greatest pictures of surrender that we could pull out of the word of God. Jesus saying, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And so he is surrendering, he's committing that's what surrender is, committing our very soul into the care of our Father. We want God to take us, all of us, including our soul. And if we are committing our soul, which is the greater of our existence and eternity, to God, then we are also committing the lesser, which is our physical existence to the Lord as well. You can't say, God, here's my soul, but I'm going to do what I want with my life, my physical life on this earth. I'm going to chase after the things of this world, but I still want God to have my soul. It doesn't work like that. God wants both. He wants all of you. He wants everything about your eternal existence and your soul that is headed for heaven or hell. And he wants everything about your physical, your mind, your, your will, your flesh, your hands, your feet. He wants you, all of you. And with God, it's all or it's nothing. And what we do is we place our trust in the hands of God's care because we know that he is good and, our, and we're far better off in his hands than we are in our own hands. Got to believe that. We do this. We put our trust in him when we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior of our lives. His life and his sacrifice and his death and resurrection in place of our little existence. Like, he died for you. He died for everyone. Now, we have to accept what he did for us on a cross in place of our own separation from God. We, we accept Jesus' sacrifice for us. We trust and we place our very soul in his care. And so, as followers of Jesus and together with Jesus, what we say is this, Father... Into your hands, I commit my spirit and my soul and everything about me. See, prayer involves a number of key ingredients. And we've been talking about these over the last few weeks. But today, one of those key ingredients about prayer, as you pray, is surrender. That in the midst of your prayer time, that you are saying to God, God, it's all about you. It's not about me. I give you all that I am. It's all about your plan, God. It's all about your will, not mine. Somebody once said this, prayer is not an attempt to force God's hand, like to do what I want, right? It's not, a, it's not an attempt. We're not telling God what to do. We're not, we're not suggesting to God what he should do. We're not, we're not trying to force God to do what we want. That's not what prayer is. What it is, is a humble acknowledgement and helplessness and dependence on him. It's coming to God and saying, God, I need you more than I need breath. Like, I need you, God, not just for, for strength in the world. That's the lesser. But God, I need you to enter eternal life. God, I need you to fill me with your Holy Spirit. 
and take away this sinfulness out of my life. That I might think like you, like you designed me to think and be like you designed me to be when you created me in your image. And I have a great dependence on God. And in my prayer, I let that be known. And so surrendered prayer is this. It's these six things. Render. Render yourself to God. It's about giving God your allegiance. It's about hum humbly submitting yourself to God. It's about walking in step with his spirit. It's about presenting ourselves to God. And it's about committing to God and God alone. That's what it is. So prayer is surrender. Prayer is surrender. And this is what it means. Another key nugget of truth about prayer in the Christian walk, in the Christian life, about what it means to live on a prayer. We are living on a prayer. We are walking every day in the presence of God, letting God be a part of everything that we are and all that we do, letting him take over as much as we possibly can, how we think and how we make decisions and how we look at the world, how we look at situations that are going on in our world. We are truly living on a prayer when we throw our hands up and surrender to God. Have a great week and, 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 and think about ways in your own life this week that you can continue to try to surrender more and more to God. God bless you. Have a great day.